The FT. The situation in Yemen is increasingly unpredictable, following the departure of President Saleh last week for Saudi Arabia after the attack on his compound. Joining me now on the line from Sanaa is Abir Alam. Can I start by asking you to describe the situation in Yemen as it stands now? The political situation is very tense. Right now, the fighting parties have reached a ceasefire. Last week, there have been gun battles between President Saleh's forces and the opposition. But they reached a ceasefire, and this week has been very quiet so far. Except maybe two days ago, they had maybe five hours of gunfire, but they said they were celebrating the speedy return of President Saleh to Yemen. How likely is it that you think he'll return to the country? You know, this is the most difficult question now. At the beginning, everybody thought that his departure was final and that's it. But his supporters in the government and the ruling party, as well as some in his tribe, are saying he's coming back in two days, in three days. But his situation, his health situation is pretty serious and it, it will take months for him to recover. And what role do you think the Saudis will play in all of this? When I talked to Saudi official last week, he wanted to control expectation about their role. They said his his departure to Saudi Arabia was not part of a political deal, but mainly for humanitarian reasons. And while they were pressure for speedy transfer of power, they will not replace the Yemenis. The Yemenis will have to decide when and how the power transition will happen. And how will that process come about, do you think? Well, the vice president is taking charge of the situation. He's taking all the security decisions and trying to, along with the head of the state security, trying to control the country. But there's no talks about a political transition. He's not taking decisions regarding a political transfer of power. And they are not talking with the opposition right now. And everyone is waiting for Saleh to recover so that he would start such talks. And that's what the government has been saying for the past weeks. So is there a sense that the protest movement has now lost its direction in some way? I talk to different people and there's a sense that, uh, you know, the protesters, some of them are actually getting a little bit impatient with the wait because this has been going on for almost five or six months. Now they feel that the youth who started the revolution or started the protest are not taking control of the situation anymore and that the protests were taken over by the opposition, whether the Islamist or forces of Ali Mohsen al-Ahmar, one of the main army leaders, and that they've been exploited by the opposition. But the people that started the revolution, the youth movement, can't find their voices anymore. They are not represented in um, in any of the talks. And in terms of terrorism, do you think the threat of terrorism has now increased? You know, Western diplomats here, and the threat of terrorism, yes, has has increased because of the power vacuum, and because mainly when the protests started in the main cities in Taiz and Sanaa, President Saleh got most of his troops and most of the people who were controlling the security into the capital to try to quell the protests and try to control the situation, and of course into other main cities, leaving uh, a security vacuum in areas like Zanzibar, and that led to fighting by militants from Al-Qaeda trying to expand their reach and trying to take control of these cities, and that's that's the biggest threat that's facing uh, 
Yemen right now from the Qaeda militants. But in the past few days, American, the Americans said that they've been engaging in airstrikes against some posts of al-Qaeda. And Yemeni security forces are also battling al-Qaeda militants to try to limit their control or try to take back cities that they've been controlling or areas that they have controlled in the past few days. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.